What is up, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Vegas Confessions Podcast. This is episode 123, and we're going to be talking about some must-eat and drink recommendations in 2024 that you got to check out. Right now on the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Let's go! Hey there, everyone. This is Nat Bridget, and you are listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Didn't we go to my favorite dive bar before that? We went yeah. to Double Down. Double Down Saloon. Yeah, we had some ash juice. I am all about ash juice. Yeah. <laughs> you guys need to go check that room. There's like a dead guy in the in the bed. What? The, the lady at the counter says, well, we'll call housekeeping. Like <laughs> housekeeping. Jay's never met an asshole he didn't like. <laughs> Shout out to the guy at third base at the blackjack table I was at last, who was obviously trying to keep a high-low count, but was mouthing the numbers as the cards were being turned oh, over. Be careful what you say, because we can have you whacked. Hey, I'm Nicky Furnish, and you're listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. So before we jump into anything, we got to give out some shout outs to our Patreon members. These folks contribute to the show in different ways. And in return, we give back with some bonus audio clips and things that we recommend you should check out in real and raw versions of the episode as well. No real edits or anything with it. And what's funny enough is we just talked about our current favorites, right? Yes. And we also just put out another episode about the main reason why we haven't made it to Vegas yet and what our plans are when we get there and just so much stuff. But again, to all of our Patreon members, thank you. We appreciate you guys. This shout out is especially to David Sowell, number one, who's in Vegas right now. Yep. And is at one of the restaurants we're going to be talking about right now. Him and his wife, Leslie, just visited it and they really enjoyed it. So also on the list, Scott, Taylor, Travis, Scott and Lisa, the Chef Demoni Podcast, Neil, Renee, Jana, Bobby G, Kid, Wayne, Stripwalking.com, Don D, and Hayden P. We appreciate you guys very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Lots of love to you. And if you're interested in checking out our Patreon stuff, go check it out. We have so much stuff you guys can catch up on that we don't mention here on the podcast. So I thought it was funny just starting off the year with new episodes I wanted to mention and review some of the F1 numbers that, you know, I haven't heard anybody talk about this at all, really. I haven't heard people talk about the F1 numbers that were projected from what well, happened. I like it was only going to be, like, big news if they were negative. You're right. We talked about this. Yeah, like, you if know. it was really, really bad. So, right off the bat, they were projected $1.7 billion, right? Up to $3 billion. And... In November, the numbers came out that it generated 1.37. So not far off, right? And and the... for year one, that's really, really good when they're talking about a 10-year plan. Year one, you're, you're yeah. really not going to do as well as you're projected to do in year 10 when you have everything kind of rolling and you've kind of perfected what it's going to be like you're in right. a year. It's only going to get bigger and yeah. better, right? Strip hotel revenue was up. 2020 or 220 million strip gaming was up 820 million so downtown occupancy was down one percent and the gaming was down two percent so as, there's still a shift there that they got to right. figure out and, and i know there some places via whether it be restaurants or hotels or certain casinos because they're not close to where all the action is and where the whales are staying that came in they're going to be affected but 
all in all, November is one of their slower months yeah. in Vegas anyways. Yeah. So to only have a 1% differential, being that the last three or four years have been going up uh, every year, yes. you, it's not a bad thing it's at all. It's not think. a huge, yeah. So, okay, so we're going to talk about a little bit about some of the places affected, right? Because I keep hearing Batista's hole in the wall mentioned, right? And I'm still, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking... They they projected that their loss was five throughout. million. Five million. I heard right? this. I think it was three sixty was mentioned uh, yeah. in it. And and I'm like, who the hell? Okay, number right. one, this is not a must go to place. Okay, one, the food's mediocre. Right. I want to be honest with you. This is not a go to must visit restaurant. It just happens to be in the vicinity of where everything was taking place. So they said that if they can project that number, imagine how many other businesses have well, numbers and, that... And I, I want to say that 360 Vegas was talking about it. And from what I remember them saying, they said that, you know, they they submitted to the city council, like, we we had think we had this number of... Yeah. This, net, this dollar amount in losses since, per, you know, construction and everything, not yes. just the weekend of F1. But they said that they don't even for the year bring in five million. They don't, yeah. So how can your losses be it's that? It's not even, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure some, I'm sure some places were gonna jump on it just in case yes. they got some kind of reimbursement. Yes. And if you're inflating numbers, maybe you know you're gonna get some of that back. And if you're not a chain or a big, 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 big place, maybe it did really hurt you. you yeah. know what I mean, yeah, and yeah. I know we we had talked to some whether they'd be bartenders or barbacks. Some places they said that like during F one they made like a tenth of what they yeah. would normally make yeah. because they just didn't have they weren't in the clientele. Area. Yes, yeah, I heard the same thing with people over at Mandalay Bay bartenders. Yeah, same same thing nonstop that whole weekend. And this is not to again, this is not to shit on F one at all. This is not about that. But we are gonna do some comparisons when it comes to the big thing coming up, the big game, Super Bowl, right? So. I want to talk about that too because Which, when did I you heard, hear, sorry to interrupt. No, you. go ahead. Did you hear like in unless you're like specifically have a privilege, you can't call it the Super Bowl. You have to call it the big game. Yeah, so Somebody that was that's talking about that's that been thought, oh, that's been a thing for years. Really? Yes, Vegas has not been able to advertise their parties or anything like that using the word Super Bowl because it's affiliated with the NFL and they can get sued. I didn't know. That. So because of that, they always paraphrase everything in Vegas as the big game. Yes, that's always been a thing. Yeah. Somebody was talking about it on one of the podcasts and I thought, oh yeah, I don't know if I just never, I I think maybe I've never picked up on it or really cared, I guess. But when they specifically talked about it, I'm like, weird, I didn't know you could copyright Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So apparently you can. So yeah, that's funny you mentioned that. Um, But in respect, in retrospect, the Super Bowl coming up, do you think it's going to get as much flack as F1 did? Now, obviously, they're not taking as much buildup, but they are doing things like decorating the hotels, right? See, so the, it's it's a different... No, it's it's a total differential because they're not having to build anything for the Super Bowl. If they're having an allegiant. Yeah. It's already an American tradition. It's yeah. not... A new thing. Vegas is, yeah. was not inundated where they had to, you know, redo all the roads, yeah. build, you know, overpasses do things for F for F1 for Super Bowl it's at Allegiant Stadium everybody's just partic- partaking in hey what can we do to bring you to our particular casino so, or location it's way different i think now projections for Super Bowl are at like 600 million okay versus what F1 was but now we know who the teams are that are going to be in Super Bowl it's going to be the Niners and Chiefs right yeah. Chiefs already travel well to Vegas right 
San Fran or San Francisco fans are not far away, right? right? So it'll it's going to be packed. It'll be yeah, to it's going to I think it'll be it'll, it'll be, be a bigger number yeah. than they're thinking. Um yes, we uh, if we haven't mentioned it already, we talked about this over on the Patreon. We're going to be in town for Super Bowl weekend, not for the Super Bowl, but to check out some of the different festivities and things going on. There's a lot of shit going on, and we're going to talk yeah. about some of those. Did you see the ticket prices that came out right after the games were finished last night. I think Las Vegas locally like posted. He's like, hey, if you're guys, still, still interested, still, still I, I didn't. I didn't see like that. Forty or fifty thousand dollars tickets oh were listed God. as for one ticket. I yeah, <laughs> I did see he posted after the game. That's hilarious. Crazy. Yeah. So there's something to be said about the Super Bowl and the way that F1 was. So Super Bowl is decorating the hotel. So right. Luxor is a Dorito chip yes. now, and Mandalay Bay's got Pepsi. The Fountain is now getting a stage put on it for, you know, all the main announcements and stuff. So there's all those things going on. But I haven't heard really any kind Now, I haven't been on social media as much lately. I've been kind of just getting back into the content stuff. We're going to start kicking it back into high gear. And mainly because of the new gig. But I haven't heard too much negative about Super Bowl coming up yet. As opposed to the build up for F1. And I think it was more of the build up per se, for the event. Well, it's just a a lot. For F1, it was a lot of daily. It was a lot of the daily construction and people being put out of place by all the building going on coming up to the inaugural F1. For Super Bowl, casinos, like you said, are decorating and stuff, but it's not really an inconvenience to people, per se. Yes, yes. Yeah, and that's what I'm in. That's the difference to me. In preference, I'm talking the locals, right? Being who the people are going to be getting pissed off. They're not being, you know, it's just... I want to make sure I throw that out there. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was, so I think things are going to be a lot smoother considering they've had the NFL draft. They've had right. some things take place already in town and they've closed down the strip for some of these events. And I think that's what might happen when they have some of the strips, uh, some of the stuff take, plage, uh, take place. place over on the stage itself, mm-hmm. over on the fountains. Some of the events that are going on are everywhere. Right. And Ellis Island, theirs is very known. It's again, if you've never been to Ellis Island, they have really good barbecue. Mm-hmm. They have unlimited drinks, barbecue, their homemade beer, and everything they do there. I think all the casinos are doing their own yeah. packages and viewing parties right. and things like that. I mean, you, you pick your poison if you want to go enjoy it somewhere. You can. I right. just read online um, this morning that Binion's was doing like a free room. Like you can go in, you don't, there's no charge. Oh, okay. You go in and do a, yeah. a watch party they're doing there yeah. to downtown. So there's free free events as yeah, well. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's so, and that's what I was going to get to. Ellis Island there is now $110 and every year it's gone up for their package. But right. it's outside in a big tent. We've done it a few times, checked out their Super Bowl parties. Really fun, great atmosphere. Um, but the fact that it's going to take place in Vegas is going to make the atmosphere like that much more fun, right? Because everybody's just going to be there for the, everything going on. Yes. It's just going to be a fun environment. Guy's Fury is over behind the link. He's throwing his whole freaking like foodie fest out there. And he's planning to bring in over 150 different businesses and local vendors to come out and showcase their food. And you can go out there and tickets are like 20 bucks. You can do like media admission passes and stuff. But... I think I want to go check this out just because there's going to be so many different options there. People, vendors, local, and uh, everything that we can imagine. Plus, they're going to be displaying the game, everything going on, and all kinds. It's just going to be a big food thing going on. And drinks, of course, all that stuff. It's going to be sponsored by Pepsi. They're going to be having big artists come in and uh, do performances there. So 
it'll be interesting. Another interesting thing I found out about that Guy Fieri food fest thing they've got going on. They're expecting over 10,000 people just to go check out this event. And is it the day of Super Bowl or is it yeah, the day before? Yeah, it's the day, day of after Super day? Bowl, yeah. Okay. So another one that's the day before that I know of, <laughs> Gronk is having a party over at the Encore Wind pool party area. And it's basically been advertising, go out there, pre-party, get to see him in person. But the thing I found interesting is for men, it was fi- it was $100 and for women it was $50 so no favoritism <laughs> at all going there so you know who their market is and who they want there um, kind of cold for a pool party yeah I mean they they're heated pools right but yeah but oh I know <laughs> February in Vegas is still like what 50 degrees something yeah, around there yeah. <laughs> well you don't want to go we can go uh-huh yeah <laughs> might be able to cut some glass out there so <laughs> you know so let's talk about some must try restaurants for 2024 and an all-you-can-drink drink package that I haven't heard anybody mention that I discovered recently. And I think I mentioned a little bit about it, but I didn't talk too much in detail about it. The first one that I want to talk about, and we actually just talked about this one recently on another episode and on our Patreon one, is 1228 Main in the Arch District. This place is a Wolfgang Puck restaurant ran by his chef, Dustin Lewandowski, who's been one of his right-hand partners for years, and this is their bread and butter when it comes to breakfast and bakeries, and they do everything you can think of. Danishes, I mean, you could imagine croissants. Everything's fresh made daily, right? It's an open kitchen. You can go in there and have some of the best food you can have. Well, now they're doing dinner, and they started their dinner menu, and being that we're going to go in town soon, I want to take you not only just to try breakfast. I, I think I mentioned it. Like, we can go for breakfast and dinner. It's that <laughs> damn good. Like, it's one of those restaurants. It's, again, in the middle of the strip and between downtown. Yeah. It's not the hustle and bustle. And it's nice to get away and get into the Arch District every once in a while and check out some of the specialties they have down there. But 1228 Main, guys, this one's up there as a must-visit for me. This is my number one recommendation. I said it over on Patreon that you guys have to check this place out. It's super good. The attention to detail, quality, the service is up there, the management is legit, and the people are just down to earth and love what they do, and it comes across from them. I know Food and Loathing talks about them a lot. Um, Al Mancini and Samantha, Gemini Stevens, uh, they just love 1228 Main, and Especially like the bread there. She said the bread there is so good. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like we went and I started talking, you know how I am. I started talking <laughs> to people and next thing I know, I'm they're forcing us out of the place with the loaf, loaf of, of bread. bread. <laughs> yeah. So it was really cool. They're really nice people. And just the food is just, when you think of a way to start your day, that's it right there. Yeah. 1228 Main, really, really quality food. Another one that just opened up that I have to mention is a Mexican restaurant. I don't do much Mexican restaurants just because there's a lot of those here. And for the most part, I want to try something new. But this one, Rosa Mexicano over at the Miracle Mile shops was damn good. Yeah. I tried what was their fried rice version, Mexican version. Oh, my God, babe. It was yeah. little cherry tomatoes. It it probably took the number one spot of fried rice for me. Even over Vital Vegas is fucking... Really? Yes. The I, the, yeah, this place... The is really good. Yeah, they, this place is really legit good. The theming, the restaurant's all pink. It's got the Dia de los Muertos mask all over the place. Like, it, it's 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 super cool, and it's right on the strip. It's the place that took over the PBR Rock Bar. Okay. Um, yeah, service again, the management, super cool. 
And I was just asking questions to see some of their specialty drinks and stuff. And they have a huge list of drinks they do. I mean, the place has private dining rooms in the back. Outside, there's dining so you can see all the foot traffic. Like, this place is really good. And it's not high priced as you would think. Hopefully, they haven't bumped up everything. But when I saw the prices, I thought it was pretty reasonable for everything. So, Rosa Mexicano, definitely a spot for you to check out. If you're into Mexican food, you want to try something different. Maybe you don't have a lot of Mexican uh, authentic Mexican back where you're from. This one was one of them. I saw a lot of the mole dishes they had coming out. I was, I was like, shit, I didn't know they did a lot of that. So <laughs> it was pretty damn good. So, and again, all the sides and anything you need, it's all there. Chips and salsa as you get to your table, like legit, authentic Mexican food. Check them, check them out. Again, not paid by any of these places. These are just the <laughs> goddamn places I'd love to check out and I enjoy. And when I'm in town, I'm going to go to these places because I like them because they're that good, not because I'm being paid to say shit like that. So <laughs> just want to make that very clear. Another one that really standing out to me was, you know, I love pizza. Pizza, if a place has a pizza place, as soon as it opens up, that's the first yeah. thing I'm trying. I did it with Fountain Blue. I did it with uh, Durango. And they both had really good places, you said, right? Yes, both, both really good. Miami Slice is here on my list from Fountain Blue, who I tried there. Uh, pepperoni who had um, honey on top with shaved parmesan and it was everything was just freshly made and they're just knocking out they have white sauce pizzas they're just knocking out pizzas left and right uh, this place I was surprised just uh, it's being ran ran by a chef and it's got her team going working next year and everybody's doing a different thing and they're dressing up the pizzas everything just legit smelled fresh so I'm like I'm gonna try this quality of money line pizza over at the Aria and Aria it's money line pizza is one of my Favorite. It's my favorite strip pizza on the Las Vegas Strip itself. Moneyline is the best pizza on the Strip. This is right there up there with it. Like right. It was that damn good. What about uh, Durango's? Durango's uh, Prince Street Pizza, damn good as well. Like I wasn't, I wasn't blown away by the sauce as I was uh, Miami Slice, but the quality of the pizza was it was thicker. Yeah, it had the square version, the Detroit style. It was really really good. Not overwhelming, but one of those types of pieces where you're getting pepperoni in every bite, right? Yeah, you so, said it was covered. Yeah, like it was, you couldn't yeah, even layered. see the cheese. Yeah, it was, it was layered. Yeah, it was, it was really good. They don't play around, and they sauce the pizza before the cheese, which is okay. or they put some of the pizzas. Sorry, I said it backwards. Some of the pizzas, they cheese the pizza before the sauce. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. They put layers of cheese, and then they put sauce over that, so like you're biting into the doughy crust. Oh. Yeah, I, I saw... Just the way they were putting things together there at Prince Street over at Durango. A little bit different. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. Um, Another one coming to pizza, Yukon Pizza. Okay. Yukon Pizza is legit when it comes to pizza. Everybody talks about Pizza Rock. Everybody talks about, you know, the the main places that people would know. But if you haven't had a chance to get away from the hustle and bustle, get over to Yukon Pizza. I don't know how long it's going to be open. This opened up as a pop-up inside of a ghost kitchen, which is multiple little restaurants running inside of a building. And this all happened during the coronavirus stuff that they established themselves, and they've become its own business now. And they have a physical location for their business. Check out Yukon Pizza. If you want some quality food, they use like a 100-year-old uh, yeast and just different ingredients that they bring to the table. Damn good. Yukon Pizza. If you like pizza, guys, there's three solid ones right there that you should check out when it comes to pizza. Um, a food hall. I'm going to throw in here because I really enjoy the food halls. They're, I like to have options. Right. 
And I like being able to pick and choose. Say if I want onion rings from one place. And almost and I, every casino is coming up with food they halls. They really now. are. I know yeah. people are not the biggest fans of food hall because they're like, oh, a lot of these bring in chains. But a lot of the new ones are not bringing not, in chains. Right. Um, this food hall in particular is probably my favorite um, because of the overall quality and offerings of what they bring to the table. Plus, it has a bar in it as well, which makes that convenient. And you can eat at the bar and order in from there as well. So... Same style, but during the football season, the Proper Eats Food Hall over at Aria was running a special where they have basically an all-you-can-eat tailgate type of thing for a three-hour time span. And I did. I tried basically every restaurant, right? I had been there already. I'd tried the Aoki Pizza, and I tried... Um, I, actually, I think that was the only thing I tried at the time. And then when I went back this last time, I tried their... Sober. I tried um, uh, the ramen place. I tried everything that the place had to offer, and just overall quality food-wise, the chicken sandwich from Solberg. I mean, just ridiculous, right? Um, they have uh, shalom y'all has. I mean, these wraps that are just freaking ridiculous. I'd never had one of these, right? It was their their gyro chicken. Uh, it was a chicken. I don't want to say a chicken gyro wrap. A chicken gyro wrap, so good, so good. I didn't think I would like it because he's like, "Oh, there's like a we can use our right. hummus mix in there," and I'm not a big fan of hummus. Yeah, it's fucking delicious, right? <laughs> and just everything. So now I want to try their sushi spot, but I mean, you get to try the different food options and everything. I had Lola's burgers, freaking good. Laughing Buddha ramen, off the chains when it comes to food is that yeah. food hall right there. And that, they, these casinos are really stepping it up with the quality of the restaurants they bring in. But they just say, at the same time, it's so convenient because you can have a group of people who are all are in the mood for something different uh, can go get their stuff and you guys can still enjoy it together. Well, and when it That's awesome. When it comes to families, right? How many yeah. times have we said, oh, well, who wants to go eat right. this? And there's always one that's, no, nah, yeah. I don't want that, right? This makes it convenient. Yeah, but it really does. But quality stays the same because... Even a lot of the new re uh, casinos, the variance of even what they're offering, like how many we've been to that they have oyster bars. So you have everything yeah. from burgers and yeah. fries to chicken strips to oyster bars. Yeah, so you have that that variety of quality and sophistication or simple palate. Yeah. You know, so you if especially I I always think of families like I can have something totally different that I want. And my kids can have whatever they're used to. Yeah. And there's no in-between or, you know, nobody has to suffer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's so funny you're saying that because that is something you really do overlook is when you're going to these food halls is the variety. Because there's so much from right. sushi to hamburger to pizza to chicken sandwich to, I mean, you have options, like you said. And it is. It's super convenient. Yeah. So that is overlooked. I and guess. we think of it like, I think we think of it because we've taken our, our kids to Vegas. Yeah. But also if you, if you flip the switch and think of people from other countries that are coming in, they offer a little bit of every ethnicity, at least something that people would be yeah. familiar with yeah. and be okay with eating. You know, instead of coming to a, you know, you're coming to a foreign country if you're coming to Vegas, yeah. not knowing what you're ordering and not being used yeah. to the food. They make it right. comfortable. So, like she she was talking about the Asian market. So right off the back, I'm thinking of the hand roll, the sushi hand roll place. I'm thinking of the tama uh, the laughing Buddha ramen spot, and even the Soulbird. When I'm saying Soulbird, I'm, it's not S O U L. 
it's the soul like from and it's Korea. it's and they have kimchi fried yeah. chicken like they have different options for these folks who are from there to actually um check out so yeah you're right the simplicity is there and you uh, uniqueness that you may not find at other places but yeah these food halls are really making things convenient to just be able to try everything at once if you actually wanted to so versus having to go to one spot on the strip and one spot downtown to actually try everything so or yeah. even if it's just a group of three or four of you they're coming in some people want to take that chance and try something new but in the same token, there might be two couples that are all coming to Vegas together. Yeah. And there's going to be one out of that four. One one person out of those four is like, I'm not trying anything new. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes it convenient. They go get something that they're used to and everybody else can try something right. new. So, but, like, you if know. me and you just went to the sushi place, would you eat sushi? Hell no. Exactly but I'll get something right. from yeah. one of the other places <laughs> exactly. and we'll both, we'll both be excited we'll both be to try yeah. what we're having. Exactly right. That's what I love about us. I mean, it's... <laughs> We could be opposites, but still find the same same meeting, man. That's awesome. Another uh, special I wanted to talk about is the all-you-can-drink special downtown. Now, for $30, there's no real freaking time limit, which is really unique, right? And it's at a place called Raised by Wolves. This is in the Neonopolis area, right? Not a very popular area that people talk about. Right around the area where that Denny's is, yes. right? People know for like the karaoke spot cats mm -hmm. meow and stuff that they have over there but this place like i said 30 dollars, super fun atmosphere this place is decked out like you're in the woods and stuff right so the whole theme is like you're right you're you're a wolf in the forest yeah. it's so cool it's all painted but at night they do these drink packages on the weekend when you can do like the bougier one and upgrade for like all the high-end liquor and stuff like that but this one consists of all night you can go and leave and go and check out a venue and the show and then come back and have your drinks and continue your package. Nice. Yeah, I've never heard of anything yeah. like this. And it's thirty dollars and it's Thursdays through Sunday, I think I had it down at that's yeah, definitely yeah, it a is good Thursday. price. Because usually yeah. especially even even downtown, like a cup of beer is like ten or twelve bucks, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's absolutely right. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Thursday through Sunday. It lasts it, or it happens every weekend. There's no time limit. And they actually run their own podcast. It's about basically the adult nightlife industry and what it's like to work in the business and what it takes to run a bar and stuff like that. So really interesting chats that they do over there as well. So Nick, who's actually the owner, he was actually really cool. I ran into him while just looking for extra work yeah. in town. I mean, it's funny who you come across, but this guy was really cool, really down to earth, told me a lot about what they do. And I stumbled upon their drink package. I'm like, this is actually really cool. People should know about this. Yeah, so, awesome. Yeah, very cool, very cool opportunity there. Um, another place that I thought may be interesting and I wanted to ask you, any interest here in actually checking out Blake Shouten's Old Red Place that just opened up? Absolutely. I was just listening to Vegas Revealed and she was saying that she went for the friends and family night mm -hmm. and she raved about the nashville vibe yeah and what a good place it was it has the three stories she said the rooftop um venue outside ha has excellent views and she said their food was good yeah so I, that's what i wanted to, and shout out to vegas reveals sean and dana they are awesome oh they, yeah they're they always a little bit yeah and they that's what i love about them is they're all over the place and you don't know where they're going but they're going to tell you what they had and the experience they had check them out for a really interesting listen on vegas topics too but I wanted to talk about this place because they do some unique things. They have a tractor hanging down upside down like a few other different places do in town. This place actually is 
focusing themselves on live entertainment and bands and the music that they're going to be holding. And by the way, we also have really good food. And I love that aspect <laughs> of their marketing where, you know, you are going to look at some of the food topics and or you are going to look at some of the food items and you're going to see things like the fried pickles that we really enjoy. But the turning me on loaded tots, uh, shrimp corn dogs. How are you not interested in shrimp corn dogs, right? I can say I'm not going to be interested oh in a God. shrimp corn dog. You see dog. what I mean? We're so different. What's happening? So you have a honky-tonk chicken salad or the honeybee hot chicken and waffles. I could do chicken and waffles. That right there is yeah. what I'm interested in. Yes, So I love that they have a fun naming to some of yeah. the items and stuff. So, yeah, but I've heard of some people who went already and really enjoyed it. The atmosphere, the food, besides, you know, uh, Dana that have really enjoyed the service and just the whole, like you said, the Atmosphere. view, the yeah. view oh, yeah, as well, the view. right? Yeah. The view of the fountains and everything you're overlooking the Grand Bazaar shop. So I do, I, I'm i not a country person. No, I know. I'm not against country, but I just <laughs> never really big into the country no. scene. But I'd like to check this place out because we've been, we've seen him, uh, we've seen him. What was the other guy? Luke Bryan. Yes, Luke Bryan. <laughs> so, and then again, it's it's. And you fun. were a great sport. It's fun. You were a great yeah, sport. I was the only one without cowboy hat. Yeah, <laughs> goddammit. But yeah, no, it was fun. It was really fun. And I actually ran into some friends from high school. Remember at these yeah. concerts? Yeah, it's always a good time. But, <laughs> They're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, here? exactly. Who let you in? Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I think we'll be checking out Old Red this uh, upcoming Super Bowl weekend. We'll check that out. So again, we we mentioned we're gonna be in town for Super Bowl weekend. We're gonna be checking out some of the festivities. We wanna get back to some of our favorite eats and stuff. And again, we talked about the, our favorite eats on the Patreon side, but what I caught interesting was some of our selections, how they were some similar, but different, right? Like yes. I, I, I got a kick out of that because I didn't ex expect some of your answers because we don't pre-plan a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about we don't it's just i don't plan hey, anything no you don't plan you shit. come in yeah. with the microphone and you're like yeah. you ready i'm like you ready let's do this but i always but I, that's what i love about i don't get you. to see your notes we're i not, don't get to see we're not always going to have the same answer no i'd love that and that's what makes us authentic <laughs> and genuine so again i'd love that um we're going to be staying at resorts world the first super bowl weekend so i'm interested to see what they do and there's a lot of stuff going on that whole weekend at different places. Oh, yeah. But one place I want to take you to at Resorts World is going to be Doghouse. Doghouse, I had one of the best burgers I've had. And I want to take you to try this burger because it was so And that's so been a while good. back. So you, you always, I always am hes not hesitant, but you want to make sure that they're consistent. Yeah. Because it's probably yeah. been two years since you've had yeah, well, that experience. Yeah. It, yeah right? I know, so right? Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. No, because, so you know, chef change, um yeah. you know Yeah, things change though. Yeah. Restaurant menus change, yeah. you know. A yeah. lot of things can change in those two years. Yeah. So also again, big shout out to David and Leslie who are in Vegas who went to twelve twenty eight yeah, Main Street and really awesome. enjoyed it. Yes, I'm <laughs> really happy they enjoyed it. And any of you listeners of the podcast, get your ass to twelve twenty eight Main Street. <laughs> Start your day off right. That place is legit good and you can thank me later. My friends, that's all for this episode. We're gonna give you an update before we head out to Super Bowl weekend. If not, we'll be doing some live recordings while in Super Bowl weekend. I got a new camera coming up, some new gear and new equipment we're oh, gonna be goodness. taking. And oh it's going to get fun. <laughs> so until the next episode, my friends, if you want more, check out our Patreon side. And until the next one, cheers. They say, oh, my God, I see the way you shine. Take your hand, my dear, and bless them both in mine. You know you stop me dead while I'm
Do the things you do before They say 